passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the 2023 draft. Today, I'm going to talk about cornerbacks. It's a terrific class. I just want to let you know, I'm right here in my war room. Right here in my war room on the third floor at NFL Films in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. There's a storm going on outside. I can hear it. It's bouncing off uh, the roof up here. Uh, The rain's coming down hard. Fortunately, I'm in the film room here, and I could care less what's going on out there. Because I think all you want to know is, can your team get better? And there's some corners in this draft that can help your team get better. So let's just get right to it because it's a deep class. I normally give you the top five. Heck, I might go to seven, eight in this class because it's just that talented. All right, but at the very top, and there's there's room for debate at the top. I'm not going to say one guy is Darrell Revis, one guy is Sauce Gardner. I, you know, I I don't think anybody is you know, that right yet. But there's some talented players. I'm going to start with Devin uh, Devin Witherspoon from the University of Illinois. I I could give you all the stats. I could tell you he's six foot, 180. You know, he had 32 starts for the Illini. I could tell you all that stuff. Um, One intercept, you know, five interceptions, 25 PBUs. But really, what you have to do is you have to go watch Devin Witherspoon. And not just on YouTube and the highlight reel. I mean, that, that will raise your interest. Just watch this guy play down to down, play to play. Because I'm telling you right now, I haven't seen a corner hit like this since Ronnie Lott came out of USC in like 1980 or 81, whatever 
when Ronnie came out, he came out as a corner and ended up moving to safety Hall of Fame player. I haven't seen a corner hit like this. This guy, this guy just brings, like he packs a punch when he hits. I don't know where the power comes from, but he is aggressive. And I'm telling you, if he's coming on a blitz, you better watch out. If you're the running back, you know, got to pick him up on a corner cat, you better be ready. You better like buckled up. That double chin strap buckle, you better buckle it up because he is going to light you up. I mean, you know, if I saw it one time, I'm like, okay, he's got it in him. You see it every game. Like this guy can flat out hit. I remember, well, and then, okay, that's, that's you know, that's the ancillary part of his game. You get these guys because they can cover. I'm telling you, watching Dever Witherspoon cover stops, slants, digs, Square outs, seven cuts, skinny posts, bang eights, you name it. The guy smothers you. He flat out just smothers you. He can turn and run. He reads routes like a veteran. I, he is, to me, he's the number one corner in this draft. And I have, you know, I, I, I've seen other guys that I respect in this business have him as the number one corner. But I wanted to cross-check it. So I, I went and... Uh, you know, texted back and forth with a prominent defensive coordinator in this league. And I said, just give me, give me your top corners, you know, stack them for me. And Devin Witherspoon was a clear cut number one on his board. So I, you know, I know, I know what I'm looking at here, but he had, uh, it's interesting because he's from Pensacola, Florida, which is a football hotbed um, up there in Panhandle, Florida. He had like zero interest. Um, So, you know, if you look at teams, that could use them. Like I think Carolina is pretty well set. And, you know, last year Houston took Daryl Stingley, you know, Arizona just traded away their best corner. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's start number one. Uh, Houston's got two number one draft picks. We know probably they're going to take a quarterback with one of them, you know, corners there. Um, Arizona certainly needs a corner. If you go right through the top of the draft here, you know, Indianapolis just lost to, you know, Stephon Gilmore. He's not going to be there in the second round. So you got to pick at the top. Seattle took a top flight corner, Tariq uh, Woolen, last year in the fifth round. He's a stud. Um, time for the league lead. Detroit just lost Jeffrey Akuda. They signed two in free agency. Could Detroit take? You just go through the list. Like, I think the first spot, the first real landing spot for Witherspoon is number seven to the Raiders. Now, I know the Raiders – do some wacky things and, you know, you can't really count on what they're going to do, but if they don't build their secondary with top flight talent, they're just going to fall over their head. You can pick a spot defensively. They need it pass rusher, you know, but they need a corner. And I feel like Devin Witherspoon could go as early as number seven to the Raiders. So let's just kind of put that out there. My next choice of corner is Christian Gonzalez of Oregon. And, you know, here's a kid that, that played and started, uh, 18 games at Colorado over two years. Look, um, Colorado's a, just a terrible franchise. Deion Sanders is there. Prime's there trying to, you know, breathe some life into that program in Boulder. Great place to visit. Lousy place to watch some football the last few years. But Christian Gonzalez, you know, he, he went there. You know, he's out of the Houston area. He went there last year in one year, started 12 games. Um, was really awesome. He started 30 games now over his two years at Colorado and at Oregon, and I thought he really took his game to the next level at Oregon this year. And then he went to the combine and he just, you know, he just texted and he just um, competed out of the gym. You know, he ran that 4 3 8 40 that caught everybody's eyebrows. 
He jumped 41 and a half inches. So, you know, he's already 6'2", and he's got a 41 and a half inch vertical. I mean, you know, look, he's covering tight ends on the outside. He's covering, you know, the DK Metcalfs. You know, that's Jalen Ramsey type size and ability. Now, I'm not saying he's Jalen Ramsey because Jalen Ramsey is one of the great corners we see in this league. But that's what Jalen's been doing, you know, to the top X receivers in his business, just throwing a blanket over. And then you watch, you know, um, Christian just in his in his drills. And, you know, sometimes these drills can be like, um, all right, we've seen that before. But, like, this guy is just smooth, super smooth. And his, you know, hips, hips, because it, it's not easy for a guy 6'2 or taller to, like, flip his hips, you know, go from his back pedal to, like, getting out on his horse and running, um, staying on the upfield shoulder with some of these receivers that can just fly. Like, I can think he could do all that stuff. Uh, you know, he had four interceptions this year. You know, that's that's pretty impressive in any year. The four picks. I mean, he's got ball skills. So Christian Gonzalez, to me, is number two in this talented class. And then number three, I love watching Deontay Banks at Maryland play. Um, Deontay Banks is, you know, he's 6'1", he's 202 pounds. He tested exceptionally well. He ran 4'3", 6'40". That's elite. He ran a 1'4'9", split. That's elite. He jumped 42 inches. He jumped out of the gym. Like 11 feet, four inches of the broad jump. So, like, his measurables are freaky. All right. But then in his 22 starts at Maryland, he did miss uh, two games in 2021. You got to say it. You know, he had a shoulder surgery, missed the rest of the season. But 2020, 2022, um, boy, that guy, he is sticky. He's just Velcro. Like, he can, I mean, he, it is, it is fun to watch guys that can backpedal and in their backpedal, they can run as fast as guys coming right at him. Yeah, guys aren't stepping on his toes. Like he's he, he can just stay on the upfield shoulder, clue the quarterback, look through the you know the, the receiver to the quarterback. Exactly what you want in man coverage. I love Deontay Banks. Like you know, and really, Jacorian on the other side, Bennett is is really talented too. The two of them. So you go okay. Like go watch him against the best. Go watch him against Marvin Harrison this year against Ohio State. I mean, Marvin got one down the field on him. He was right there. It was a great throw, great catch. But the, the coverage was great. But, man, he had some passes defensed. Um, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud missed Marvin. He missed, uh, you know, some of the other guys out there. Like, it was it was eye-opening impressive. So you go, okay, Deontay Banks, where could he go? I, like, if, if you say he's the third corner, um. I don't think the Jets would take him, but I think New England would. I think New England, you know, they they struck gold last year with the Joneses that they drafted. Um, they've got guys out. They love guys that can play man coverage. Um, Washington, this is a landing spot for a corner. Washington is a destination for these corners. If Witherspoon is there, Washington. If Gonzalez is there or Banks, remember, Deontay Banks is from Maryland. You know, he played at the University of Maryland. He's like literally uh, College Park is – you know, half hour away from uh, FedEx Field, like Deontay Banks to uh, to the Washington uh, Commanders makes a lot of sense. It just does. I don't know how much farther either one of these three players can drop because I feel like once one of them goes, they're all going to start dropping. That gets us to Joey Porter. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Junior. And Joey Porter Jr., obviously the son of Joey Porter, the great outside linebacker from the Pittsburgh Steelers, is, is a legit. North Allegheny High School. I'm from the Berg. I know all the high schools in Pittsburgh. North Allegheny plays some great football. And he was a star there, went to Penn State, been starting. 31 starts at Penn State. You know, look, he's 6'2". He's 195 pounds. Uh, you know, he's he's got 31 starts. You can watch him against Ohio State. You can watch him against the guys at Michigan. You can watch him, you know, against elite receivers um, in and out of the Big Ten. Um, you know, he ran a 4-4-7 for a guy 6-2. I mean, it's he can flat out move. You know, he, I, I feel like he can play off man. He can play press man. He likes to get his hands on guys and reroute anybody running, you know, a cover two. You love guys that can press, and you know, right there at the line of scrimmage, reroute get back into coverage, take the quarter away, like all that stuff you got to do. Like he could do all that. But if you want to just put him out there and go, okay, you got the, you know, you got DK Metcalf, Joey, go line up on him. You want to get your hands on DK and, you know, chance it that you miss. Let me see you go run with it, you know, with a freak like that, you know? So, um, you know, you watch him against Purdue. Purdue loves to throw the football. Guy had six passes defensed against Purdue this year. Like that was the first game I watched. I go, okay, Joey Porter. All right. That's uh, that's my number one corner. But, you know, you watch these guys, you you keep, like, kind of readjusting them, you know, over a period of time. But, like, look, Pittsburgh picks number 17 in the first round. I believe they're going to take an offensive tackle. But if the tackle that they covet, that they love, is gone, like, Pittsburgh Steelers make a lot of sense. They lost Cam Sutton in free agency. Um, they lost uh, they lost to safety, Edmonds in free agency. They lost two starters in the secondary. So, you go – you know, there's a team that covets the family bond. You know, um, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Joey Porter, you know, his father, star with the Steelers. You look at um, Haywards, you know, Cam and his his brother, you know, look at TJ and Derek Watt. You know, they're, they're a team that doesn't afraid, not afraid. In fact, I think it's encouraged. Bring the family, you know, fun to the, to the, you know, to, uh, Heinz Field or whatever it's called right now. Anyways, uh, I could see him go 17 to Pittsburgh, um, Baltimore. Like they need a corner. There's Marlon Humphrey. You know, Marcus Peters is gone. Um, Chuck Clark is gone. Like they need a corner. And, you know, uh, Mike McDonald wants to play man coverage. Uh, you know, does, does any of these corners get past Baltimore picking number 22? Like sometimes Baltimore is just in a position where they just pick the best player. And they're really good at that as Ozzy Newsome trait. But, you know, Eric DeCosta running the team this year, like it just might happen that the need and the talent might be a corner this year for the Baltimore Ravens. I can see if one of these four players is there at 22 that I just mentioned, Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Banks, Porter, like I could see Baltimore jumping in there and taking him. Remember Marlon Humphrey, um, you know, his dad played in the league, Alabama, Ozzie Newsome, Alabama, like you just go, okay, um, 
you know, he's been starting since day one there. Really, you know, great kid, great player. And then my fifth corner is Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. I just happened, um, my first college game this year was uh, in Starkville, University of Memphis, Mississippi State, cowbells were ringing. Like, I couldn't wait to get to Starkville. Had never been there before. Mike Leach was on the sideline, bless his heart. And I just went through uh, Steve Spurrier Jr., um, the son of Steve Spurrier, my college coach at Duke. Like, he was on the staff. So I there I got. I got my chart out. I got Steve Spurrier Jr. I'm like, okay, tell me who I got to watch today. Like, go through defense first because I think I know the offense. But go through the defense. And so maybe the second player he talked about was Emmanuel Forbes. And so what do you have? You know, here's a guy that's, you know, six one. He's got to jump around the shower just to get wet. I mean, he's he's real thin. You know, he's 165 pounds, maybe 170, maybe. Um, but regardless, the guy uh, is a great corner. I mean, first of all, he had 14 interceptions. I'm just going to say that again. There's nobody in this draft that in their course of college football had 14 interceptions. And six of them went for touchdowns. I mean, you just put on, uh, what was it? Put on the first game, 2021, Indiana. Mississippi State went to Indiana. I think the third play, he picked uh, the left-handed quarterback from Indiana, whatever his name was. Um, he had two pick sixes in a game. You know, uh, the guy has suddenness. Like, if if the ball is tipped, like, he's taking it. Like, you know, he's got great hands, great eye-hand coordination. Um, from Granada, Mississippi, like some of these high schools, some of these small towns in Mississippi, um, you know, they, they, they love football. I mean, it's not just Batesville and Jackson. You go to Granada, I don't know, not far from Starkville. Uh, that's where he's from. 34 starts, you know, um, for Mississippi State. Um, really talented player. You got to just wrap your head around that he's never going to be probably more than 170 pounds, just the way he's built. He's been healthy, talented player. Now, I said this, it's so talented in this draft. you got to keep talking. Like Cam Smith at South Carolina is a really talented player, 6'1", 188 pounds. You know, he had 18 starts, six interceptions, you know, 18 passes defense. You know, you, you kind of like, okay, can you trust Cam Smith? Like that's – like he tested – Really well. He ran a 4-4-3, split. He's got all he's got all the measurables. Um, but he but he's had injuries. When I say trust, you know, can he line up? That's what I mean. You know, he had a concussion hamstring injury this year, had surgery on his foot the year before, missed two starts his freshman season. So he's had injuries in all three years. So that's that's the knock on Cam Smith. But when he's on the field, he's very good, he's very productive in a great conference. You can watch him against Bryce Young, you watch him against Will Levis. You watch him against, you know, the great quarterbacks coming out this year or last year. You know, he's got good tape. And then there's a kid at Iowa, Riley Moss. Like, okay, he might be a little stiff. But can you be stiff and still be 6'1", 193 pounds, run a 4'5", run a 1'4", you know, jump 39 inches uh, from Ankeny, Iowa. Um, not far from uh, from Ames, actually, or or from Iowa City, uh, but he had 11 interceptions. He had 25 passes defensed. He had two forced fumbles. 
Like you watch that Iowa defense. I remember I did the Big Ten championship game against Michigan. It was an ugly um, turnout by Iowa. Um, Big Ten championship 2021 in Indianapolis. I announced the game. And, you know, I'm just down there on the field. You know, Charles Woodson, some of the stars, both sides. I see the head coach in Iowa. And I'm just looking at all these guys that are coming out. Lucas Van Ness, Jack Campbell, um, Zach Valkenberg, like all these guys at Iowa on defense that are good players. And there's Riley Moss. And you go, okay, like where do you stack him? Is he the, the is he the sixth best corner, the seventh best corner? He's there. He's right there. I don't believe he's a first round pick, but I don't, you know, I I I kind of look at the top of the second round and I go, I don't know, Houston needs a corner. Um, you know, opposite uh what they did a year ago. Um, you know, Indianapolis with their second round pick, could they take a corner? Like some of these guys are gonna go at the top of the second round. Uh, I believe Seattle still needs a corner. Um, I believe Detroit, you know, they pick, they have two second round picks like Cam Smith, Riley Moss. That can make a lot of sense. And then the last one is a guy that, you know, set the combine on fire. So I don't want to leave him out. DJ Turner from Michigan. Um, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't have the size that some of these guys have, you know, he's, he's 5'11", 178. It's not, you know, he's, he, he's got that kind of prototypical size. He's not real long, but he's got good enough size. But you know, you ran the four two six forty, like that's that's real. That means long speed. You want to get you know Stephon Diggs in a double move, and you you kind of freeze on the double move, and do you have the catch up speed? Well, when you run four two six, you got catch up speed. You know, jumped well, all that stuff. Um, he redshirted his first two years at Michigan, and then he put up you know um, thirty six you know starts. Um, you know, the last couple of years. Uh, look, uh, I don't know. Is he a second round pick? Probably. It's probably my eighth best corner, but this is, I mean, these, these, I could keep going. These corners are going to go. They're going to keep falling off the board into the third round. You know, like teams are going to get starting corners. Just read my lips. Teams are going to get starting corners in this draft in the third round. I believe every guy I mentioned just now can start in the NFL this season. You know, whether it's, you know, nickel, second half of the year, you know, learn the game, compete. Like, these guys are going to get on the field, all eight of them, and there's more to go. So, anyways, this is a talented class. Uh, you know, I think there's really good tackles at the top of the draft. There's some intriguing quarterbacks at the top of the draft. It's a really good draft for tight end, but it might be the best draft class for cornerbacks that we've seen in a while. We could see five go in the first round, and we might see six go in the first round, top 31 picks. That's Baldy's breakdowns to cornerbacks coming at you. If I sound excited about the cornerback class, it's because I'm excited about this cornerback class. And remember, this is a cornerback-driven league. When you got corners that can cover and shut guys down on the outside, it gives every great defensive coordinator in this business chance to come after quarterbacks in a variety of ways.